Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode two of DGenYC, uh, the place for all degenerates to call home. I love this podcast. I'm having so much fun doing this podcast. Uh, the reviews are in and they're raves. So it, this is great uh, uh, to get back on the mic weekly and, and to get content out there for the masses. So to all the new followers and subscribers and and people who who stumbled upon it along the way, welcome. This is going to be a, a fun ride uh, all aboard the pirate ship. Uh, we're setting sail and, and we're searching for treasure in these picks. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-hosts. You know him, you love him. Heck, the guy brought on about a thousand new listeners because we're number forty-six in the United States stand-up charts. Shout out, Apple. moving up, dude. So, up. without a further ado, please welcome Yenzer Yenzi F Baby. Yenzi F Baby, and the F this week is for Frankie Dines because this pod wouldn't be here without you, brother. Super sky point to you, my friend. I'm throwing it all on you, but uh. We're going to do something a little different with this pod. I know last week was super pick heavy, super college football heavy. Very. Uh, the pod's going to be, yeah, the pod's going to be a collection of college football. It's going to be some D-Gen stories. It's going to be some life stories, a little stand-up, a lot of broad corner. Love this broad week corner. we're going to go, yeah, this week we're going to go a little heavy. Last week was the steak. This week we're going to go a little heavy on the sizzle. So, and, uh, you know, next week is going to be a little combination of all of everything, you know, coming together with that. But uh, we got a lot of things, a lot of stories from my life, a lot of stories from Frankie's life. Uh you know, we've led a pretty unique, twisted, degenerate life that's kind of uh, a broken roads have led us here together to this pod. Hopefully we get you guys. Uh, I bless the broken road. Well. That led it me straight good. to you. Yeah, that oh, dude, Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats, son. Gary LaVox. Dude, dude, wasn't Rascal Flats like an ESPN Sports Center lead in for a little bit? Yeah, bless the broken road. <laughs> that that guy, I will say this, though. That guy has a voice. He's on TikTok now. Well, Most of his yeah, videos are him like singing in a Kmart somewhere. Yeah, well, he uh, Rascal Flatts and Kmart—they can stay in the uh, early two thousands, along with uh, <laughs> along with most of my uh, good intentions and beliefs in uh, life. But uh, Frankie, I mean, we don't really have too many picks this week. I know, I know that you just can't. You're a sick puppy. You're a dog. You can't. You can't keep your puppy. You can't keep away from me. So I know you bet something. I Why don't you just let the people know what you bet so we can just get moving? But you know okay. what? We're going to drop some gold. Frankie Dimes, what'd you bet? Okay, so I have two leans. Two I have two leans. Lean. Little lean. Little, little sleeper. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a uh, an actual pick for game week one, which obviously we won't be putting out there till, you know. A couple weeks. A couple weeks because we have week zero. Next you don't week make week it to week zero. one unless you survive week zero. Is no. this is, You know what I mean? You got to go one and oh each week. So, uh my two leans are Notre Dame under eight and a half. It's now at eight at plus 125 on most books. Really, really, really good value. Notre Dame, one of those teams I want to get see sent to the sun. They have so many fans that have no affiliation to the program. First year head like coach. Get them out. Um, injury news coming down. They might lose another captain, offensive lineman. He's out. Uh, they lost a receiver. He's out. They got a rookie quarterback, and I actually do like their quarterback. They have the best tight end in the country, in my opinion, and Michael Mayer. Anybody with the last name Mayer, I'm obviously going to be a fan. John Mayer, Michael Mayer, I don't care. I am a fan. Um, I do. Yes, see the Bulldog fans are pretty upset about that tight end analysis, but they'll let you get away with it. Sounds good. Um, no, I did say best tight end room. Best tight end room in the country is Georgia. Second is South Carolina, but the best tight end in the country is Michael Mayer. Anyways, it's a bold, bold statement. My what other lean is over five and a half wins for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. They got an interesting program down there. What they don't laugh. Let me that's give my a, analysis. That's a disgusting. God, I'm here, that's I'm not here. disgusting. It's minus one Oh five. It's decent value. Here's the deal. Frank Gore jr. He's the super back. Yes. We love him. Uh, they didn't even have a quarterback last year and they competed in a lot of games. So here's the deal. What they do down there in South Carolina or South Carolina, Southern Mississippi, by the way, they're stating. And by the way, I got the rough riders going through my neighborhood. If you can't hear that, but <laughs> we're Brooklyn at, but BK uh, stand up. <laughs> So what they do is they recruit the five-star prospects in the deep South, knowing that they're not going to get them in hopes that whenever they transfer from the big schools, they go down to Southern Miss. So they got like 10 D uh, like power five bounce backs coming to play at Southern Miss this year. So that could be a, a nice pick for you folks. Uh, but here's the pick I actually made and sorry for, you know, running the light here on my time. I love, but it. I love it. No, my pick, up, picks. 
my pick for week one that I've already locked in because I love it so much and the number has moved and I'm scared it's going to move even more and I want to get it before it happens. We don't play games, we play numbers. Frankie, let them know. Utah, minus two at the Swamp. Wow. Wow. Utah will fly. They're, listen, projected to be one of the best teams in the Pac-12. They'll, they, they're returning a lot of production. You know, They'll fly across the country. They'll beat anybody. They don't care. It, it, from the coach speak that's happening in Florida right now, it sounds like Billy Napier doesn't expect them to be fantastic out the gate. So let's just, uh, you know, take advantage of that uh, if inefficiency right there. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people do have Utah finishing in the top 10, top 8, top 7. For that to happen, they're going to have to win that game. So if you're going to tell me that you're getting even money, do we love road dogs? We don't. But you know what? At a certain point, there's a reason they placed the line where they want it. It's because, uh, you know, they think they had a shot and – I don't, I don't it was one. It was one. And then I waited too long and I was like, well, I might as well get it now at two. We don't want it to see cross that three. That's the threshold we don't want to see, especially the on the road. We, don't. we play numbers. It's all we about the numbers. numbers. We're playing numbers here. But I love it. Um, like I said, next week. We don't week, take L's. We make M's. Actually, B's. Wow. Wow. Little, Just a couple bars in the podcast pretty early. A couple bars. But, bars. Uh, but what we're going to do, uh, like I said, next week is going to be some week zero picks. So we are going to get in those week zero picks next week. It's slim picking, so we're going to have to get in the mud. We're going to get in the dirt to get a couple picks. But uh, I know I got a few that I'm not even going to tease. I'm going to wait till next week. But okay. like I said, not too many picks this week. So we're going to jump right into right into just guys being dudes. We're just going to do a quick catch up. Let's get it. I know, I know Frankie and I have been talking back and forth. But, uh, you know, this thing is just really going to be about, you know, dudes posting W's. What are dudes doing to get ahead in life? What are, what are the boys doing in the group chat? Um, I know I recently, uh, I do, I have a, I have a nine month old Australian shepherd. His name is Huggins. Shout out, shout out coach Bob hall of fame. Finally, long overdue. HOF. And, of course. And, you know, as a single guy, there's, there's few reasons to get a dog and paramount being is picking up chicks. Oh and yeah. What, what are you going to do? He's back there just, just crushing a, like a, like a bully stick behind me. It's without that noise you hear. But, uh, I, I went to, got us some training. The, 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 uh, the trick that I'm most proud of, and I think the trick is going to pay out the most dividends. I feel like I have a little trick play. I feel like I'm Matt Canada. A lot of, a lot of motion going on in this trick. Uh, I've, I've, recently, I've recently taught my dog how to do a selfie. So what I'll do, I'll go up, I'll, be like, I'll meet a girl, and I'll be like, oh, my God, your dog's so cute. Does he do any tricks? I'm like, does he do any tricks? I'm like, hey, I'm like, Huggy Bear, do a selfie. And he runs right up behind it puts his head on their shoulder and they can grab a quick picture. They're going on IG. They're posting him. I'm like, make sure don't make sure to tag Huggins, the bear. They're tagging him. He's They're got his own IG. Me. Listen, it's in the works. Okay. Oh my God. It's in the works. I, listen, I'm going, I'm going to weigh down the, the dad dog rabbit hole. And there's only one way out is up. I mean, you see my IG is mostly the dog, but that is true. Whole, it is. But you know, the whole selfie trick, uh, it's paid dividends so far. I've never had such a huge return on my investment. Okay. Uh, as far as this goes, this is like sitting on like a plus 1600 ticket. And as far as this goes, I'm like, what else can I teach this dog? What else can I teach this dog where he's doing all the heavy lifting? And then I swoop in, you know, you put the, you put the little bandana on that says like, Oh, my dad, you know, my dad needs a mom or something like that. Dude, they love it. They're eating it up and you know, work smarter, not harder. And that was uh, that's the recent development we're working on that. Now, if I can get him to stop, you know, right after doing that, trying to attack them because he thinks that, you know, everybody's like a giant chew toy. We'll see. But yeah. uh, that was some paying some early dividends. Um, I got one more the a recent a recent revelation in my life that that's something where I don't really know how to handle this. But uh, watching preseason, watching the Steelers game, of course I'm betting on preseason football. Of course, say don't shout out, shout football. out the victory right there, big victory. That was a nice. We posted that ticket on the sub. We uh, did. We posted it right on the story. And uh, this girl, listen, I wasn't. I even told her. I even gave her the chance to get an alias. So I didn't want to name drop. I didn't want to check her like Are you that. name she dropping. Could, Stephanie with a Y. I'm going to name drop her out. She's out here texting me preseason football slips, but she doesn't really know what the fuck she's doing. She's about three bottles of wine deep, and she's texting me lines for, like, Buffalo Rams. She's like, I won this ticket. That game kicks off September 8th. So she doesn't know what she's doing. She's firing from the hip, but, you know, we love the spirit. And any, yeah, but she's any sending girl, out winners. She's sending out winners, but any that's girl the thing. Gonna, the only thing that matters is cashing tickets. That's all I care about. And any any time a girl is going to pull up with a preseason football ticket, you know I'm interested. I don't care. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you know. We're talking about what your love language is. Physical is it gift giving? Mine is preseason football <laughs> slips. So any girls, if you're listening, you want to drop in my IG and just post like a like a Rams team total next week. Go ahead. I'll love it. I'll like share and subscribe. Oh yeah. And I'll, oh yeah. Bro, I'll be. So, 
listen, I'm simping for all types of preseason football. So just yeah. feel free to drop it on anytime. You know what? Dudes want to do it too. I don't care. Maybe. You know, who knows? I just love preseason winners. That's all I care we about. Love, we love winners in general, honestly. So so chicks chicks can uh, drop preseason team total wins uh, for, for Yenzer into his oh, teams. Man. Ladies, in my DMs, uh, if you could give me run line, uh, first five inning run lines for baseball. Wow. Uh, I think, I think we have a future. Wow. But you do, you do love those first, you love those first five run lines. I, I still don't really understand. I'm not on that. I'm not on that. No run first inning. Like every other frat boy in history is on the NRFI is popping. It's a wave. It's the future. I mean, but... they call it the nerfy. I don't like that. Anything that's that. anything that's like big and trendy. I'm just going to do the opposite. I'm just a contrarian at heart. I'm sorry. You are. You do. You do like fade in the public, and you know what? That's why you're coming out on top a lot. But it's, I don't know. I never got in the NRFI. I, I I usually take baseball seasons my time to refresh, recharge the battery. So I'm not betting a lot of baseball. Oh, I so bet as baseball. Soon as, yes, I know you do. But as soon as preseason football comes back around, I'm ready to go. But Frankie, any any W's, any dude W's, any great chat stories? Yo, what's crazy, Yenzer, is that I actually do have W's, and I'm really happy we're doing guys being dudes last week, and I'm also really happy we didn't have a camera that worked last episode uh i have been getting i live in new york and i have been getting just like kicked in the mouth for months yeah and in the past two weeks i got a string of green lights what we said what we say last week what we said we say hard times don't last hard people do brother we did i think that was a private text i was like i was, was i kept saying like my story is gonna be so great when i pop off that's like, right it's gonna be great so uh for those that don't know I was homeless. He was. I was homeless for two weeks. Uh, homeless is vague. And I mean, like I was just staying on my buddy's couch for two weeks with all my stuff in his office and his apartment. Uh, he was kind that of, my two friends were kind enough to let me stay at their apartment. One of them was was moving into a place in D.C. So so, you know, there was enough space for me to move all my stuff in. But uh, I was staying there for two weeks while searching for a new apartment with uh, two gals uh that i now live with and it's great that we are now all, all really good friends and i am really looking forward to this upcoming year with them but um i got a new place i'm not homeless anymore i've been getting on a lot more shows I actually i was on a show tonight before i recorded this and then i talked to somebody afterwards who books a bunch of shows in the city and they were like hey i'll get you in my rotation now so that's even more shows coming my way and at this point in my life i'm 26 years old i'm I'm one year into New York stand-up. I mean, I've done a little bit outside, but New York stand-up, it's a whole different game. I, I'm really happy with the progress. And, and and living with these girls, we're on this holistic healing. That's what we've been calling it, holistic healing. For them, it means like cutting out red dye 40 and like doing yoga. For me, it's like I'm going to write more jokes. That's my holistic healing. Because I'm not – they were like, you need to cut gambling out since that's your vice. You're not a big drinker. Cut gambling out. And I was like, Never well, I'm not doing that. I was like, well, Never. I'm not doing that. So, so now I'm just writing every day, which feels great. Um, uh, and then also today at my place of employment that will go nameless, I finally got my raise that I was promised three months ago. And you asked them to send that directly to DraftKings, correct? Not direct to Bosley. Correct. Of course. Of course. It's a, it's a, Yenzi, we fly high, no lie. You know this. Balling. That's right. We love it. I mean, we used we were balling on a budget. And we were still doing a great. Now we're balling. You know, we're just first class. We moved uh, into a myself. different tax bracket. Bro, listen, a couple of O's on the end of the paycheck means nothing. You know, the, right. the change. Are gonna it change ain't tricking if you got it. It ain't tricking if you got it. Got it. I mean, ain't nothing changed with the change. But you know, Frankie Dimes out here. He's not living underneath a uh, what looks like the Harry Potter house last year. A little Harry Potter cave. It was um, a little. It was a little Harry Potter esque. It was a little Harry Potter esque. Do these girls know that they're going to be featured on the podcast, whether they like it or not? Like it is going to seep into the into your life. Yeah, I think I think they're open NDAs. to it. Also, I think I think okay. they're down, uh, which is great because they're they are so funny. Um, we were uh, experimenting with a little bit of the hot leaf and uh, having girl talk. You know, playing like card games that are normally reserved for like bachelorette parties. And like, I have to answer these questions and stuff like that. Like, oh, what was the name of your, the first boy you had a crush on? And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I think what it was, was it? Yeah. Oh, mine was Brady Quinn. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I like the whole, between this and you kept saying the word holistic. And I thought it was eventually going to be like a pun, but you actually kept it classy. And that's why you're better than me. 
that's why yeah. that's why you're that's why you're flying I, yeah I no it's holistic it's holistic healing it's whole we're holistically healing ho not hoe no e oh okay well i'm into that second part of healing so i'll try to do that that's that was me, you know, dating a couple of hippie chicks, but that's in my past. You know, I'm better now. I'm stronger. Dude, I stronger. dated a hippie chick. Uh, Did you? Well, actually, I dated a hippie chick for a night, so I guess that's not really hippie dating. Oh. Uh, I'm just I kidding. Mean, I did I go home with a hippie chick. I did once. I was seeing this hippie chick, and she walked into my apartment. Like, I, we were, like, definitely planning, like, a smash meetup. Can I, ask something? Can I ask something? Can I ask something real quick? Yes, of course. And I love how I cut you off right there, but was love she it. wearing, like, those hippie bell-bottom pants that are really tight? You know no, what I'm talking she, about? She did have a pair of those. No, mm-hmm. she dressed. She dressed. People who have those baggy. are normally bad people. She dressed super baggy. I know the pants you're talking about. They've stopped me dead in my tracks. I've almost gotten like three car wrecks because of them. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. But she came in just dressed, just dressed normal. And you know, I'm like ready. I'm like, all right, dude. I even got, I got like two candles going. I got like the, I got like the candle that matches her sign because yeah. you know, I mean, two the candles because this chick smelled horrible. Yeah, I'm gonna spot a patchouli in the house, but that's okay. That's okay. I had to be like Kyrie Irving before she came over, just burning stage, <laughs> walking through my apartment, just, just trying to get this thing going. But, uh, but she comes over and we're like, dude, I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's good? Like, what are you trying to do tonight? And she was like, you have a dark aura around you. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know, honey. And then she dipped. And this wasn't like the first time we hung out. Like, this is like the third or fourth. And she just walked in, didn't love the vibe. I didn't pass whatever vibe. Listen, I do have a dark energy. That's that's You do. That's I have a dark energy. If you, if you could see people's energies, it would be uh, bad. It's not quite Vecna. I'm looking at you right thing. now on camera, and you know what's funny is I have a really bright camera, yeah. and yours is dark. So dark. it's a very Perfect. good representative of our personality. Yeah. A little, a little. I, I I chose the Bundy filter for the pod just because of that. But, yeah. but you know she what's said funny I had a dark is like, aura and she dead, dead. No, no, I was saying she had a dark aura, and then she just dipped, and there was no explanation. And then the next day, I was like, did we are we done seeing each other and she was like no she's like you just need to realign yourself and i was like what the fuck is that come on but you know regardless but uh i don't know that was my that was my brief foray into hippie chicks last year and uh we're over it we're on and over it so you know everybody's got to have everybody's got to have a thing i had mine little fling and we're done we're over it. you gotta you gotta date around you gotta see what's out there for instance i met a 31 year old woman at a comedy club uh and did i didn't even remember her name and i went back to her place uh, it was in deep Brooklyn. I was fairly new to the city. My phone dead. dead. We go into her, her house. She says she's like some sort of like uh, yoga instructor, healer oh, chick. I remember like this that. chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and I go into her apartment. It's just like books from like wall to wall. Like she had like nothing. No, like I think she had a couch and then it was just books like loosely on the ground and stuff like that. It was kind of scary. So I'm sitting on the couch. Uh, sitting there waiting. I don't even know what I'm waiting for. I guess to get beheaded or something. And then she <laughs> she opens up a book on potions and spells and like makes this sort of like concoction, drinks it, lights sage, and wafts it all through her apartment. And then we go into her bedroom and I was like, do you want to leave the door open? And she was like, she was like, yes, I want the spirits to be, be able to come in and out. Wow. And then the next morning I woke up and her dog was on my chest and it looked at me in the eyes and I, honestly i swear it was looking at me and it was like the the soul captured of like a past lover and it was like leave this place like the dog was like you. you the dog was like you should you need to leave now but but this ex this ex lover dog pervert definitely watched you film the entire act and then he told you because he you know, he's like you know what? i'm gonna at least watch the show before i let this guy bounce of course yeah he was in the back of the room no he yeah <laughs> That's another thing because you reminded me because the dog just popped up on camera. It's always a weird tango what you do whenever you're having some company over. What do you do with the dog? Because you don't want the dog in the room. But at the same time, you don't want the dog outside pawing on the door because that's just extra pressure. So yeah. I, I never know what to do with the dog. You know, I have a lot of I have a lot of high value treats in the house. I'll maybe throw to try to distract them. But at the same time, you don't ever want to have the dog pawing on the door because that's just like someone. Dog that's like someone. The worst. That's the worst. And that's like somebody like when you're trying to fix something, they're just right over you and they're just like putting pressure on you. And uh, I, I haven't quite identified it. I'm, I'm willing to open that up to the podcast. I mean, what do you do in the dog? Uh, what do you do with the dog? Do you let him in? Because because then it's weird. Because then is you're that, feeling is, like is he going to want to get involved? Is he going to yeah. jump on? Yeah, and then you're like, and then you're feeling like the hot breath, and you're like, oh yeah, and you're like, oh damn it, no, oh shit, it's hugging. Is he like, is he thinking maybe you're in trouble and he attacks the yeah, person? He does, and and then after it's like after the whole after you kind of rekindle, you got to go through everything, and like the dogs there looking, it's just weird. It's it's a weird thing. It's I haven't figured it out. 
And uh, I, I feel like as he's back there, just absolutely going ham on a, on a bone right now. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll you know, I don't know. Huggins, it's not that I don't want you there, buddy. It's just I, over the winter, like early spring, winter time. I was dating this girl that had a cat and dude, I'm, I'm done with chicks with cats. It's not a great, it's not great. Like, and maybe, maybe, maybe I actually went too harsh right there, but like, she just like, like there was cat litter all over the floor. And like, anytime we were in her bedroom, it was just the cat wanted to come in and out, in and out, in and out. And it would always like, try to like jump on like my head at nighttime. And like, like, it was just a bad, it was just a bad aura. Did, that was the worst. That was horrible. That's also this chick is also the reason why I want the Syracuse Orange to their program to fail. Mm, we remember that. Uh, yeah. No, no, uh, no ill against Dino Babers, but you know whatever. We gotta do. What we gotta do. We gotta make our own decisions in here. But um, you know we're gonna get. Let's get to the meat of why we're here, which is really the podcast is DGenYC. We're gonna be talking about degenerate stories. I have hundreds of degenerate stories. Some oh, yeah. good, some bad, some ugly. Uh, I got a few that I picked, not even my top favorite ones, just a few that, you know, you know, when everybody, you're talking to a bunch of guys and you're gambling, especially guys that are being gambling, they say, what's the, what's the most degenerate thing you ever did? And, you know, everybody has a story. And if you ever talk to anybody and they tell you their biggest degenerate story is a win, that person's a shitty gambler. The first thing they should tell you is about a huge loss. Yeah. That's how you know they're real. Yeah. But uh, I got some degen stories. I got some, I got some good ones. Uh, I think I got some different ones, some different variety. Frankie, you want to bat lead off? You want me to go? How do you want to go, brother? Man, you have such great stories, man. You go ahead. Take take the wheel. I'm going to go. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to start with one of my strongest ones. So I'm going to go. This one's going to have a lot of turns. So the people listening, I don't want you to judge me yet. I don't want you to say, where is this going? Just just, just trust that I'm going to land this plane, okay? I'm Captain Sully. I'm going to get you where you need to be. I may not get where you need to be, but I'm going to get you there safe. Yeah. So let's. I'm going to paint a picture. Okay. This is going to start out very sad, but I promise you, I promise you we're going to go. We're going to end on a high note. So uh, my dad, my father... He he pretty much led me into be what I am today. I, he was a he was a huge gambler. He had me knee high in the bar doing parlay sheets, and uh, he passed away a few years ago. We're at the funeral in you know, Morgantown. Shout out West Virginia. And there's this guy in the back. So it's all family, you know, it's family friends. You know, everybody at the funeral. You know, you know, everybody looks familiar if you don't know. And there's this guy just in like windbreaker, you know, pants like ratty ash like shoes. And you're like, who is this guy? He's kind of keeping the distance. He's not really circling around the family, but like couple of people there giving him some head nods. I'm like, okay, he must be like, you know, a friend, an old friend to everybody comes up, you know, pays their respects, says this or that. This guy's staying on the outside. He's not, he's circling. He's like a shark. He's just circling everybody. And I'm like, what's this guy's deal? But he, I, he looks super familiar to me. And, you know, it goes on, we go through, you know, we go through the, we go through the, you know, go through the ceremony, you go through this, you go, you're, you know, you're eating and everything and walking around talking to everybody. And finally kind of sneaks up behind me, taps me on the shoulder and he goes, he goes, hey, he said, I don't know if you remember me. My name's Richie. I'm your dad's bookie. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, this dude is here to collect. Like, this dude tracked, this dude was looking at the obituaries, coming to see. And I used to do, my dad was a $10, $15 better. But we don't unit shame around here. We, we don't, don't unit shame. We don't Absolutely unit shame. Whether not. you're betting 10 bucks or you're betting 200 we don't care. We're here, to, we're here to all make money. The only thing that matters is green at the end of the day. So this guy pulls me aside. So I'm like okay, you know, and he's like, can we go outside in the parking lot and talk about this? And I'm like thinking, I'm like, am I going to have to throw down at my dad's funeral? So like, I kind of look at my cousin, you know, my cousin, he's a bigger dude. So like, I check him, I give him like an eye, like, hey, I'm heading outside. Like, you know, just the universal, like, you know, keep your phone on, see what's going. So I'm checking him. We go outside and he was like, you know, I don't know if you know this. And they started talking. I heard the voice, the voice that I've heard my entire life in the back of the phone. So I realized like, oh, this is my dad's bookie. And we're going back and forth and he's, you know, he's like starting off. He's like, you know, your dad was a great guy, blah, blah, blah. We knew him the whole, you know, I knew him my whole life. And I'm like, and he's like, well, you know, he's like, I just, he's like, I didn't want to interrupt, but I did have to have a conversation with you. And at this point I'm like, you know what? I'm a man. I'll settle my father's debts. I'm going to pay this dude out. You know, is what it is. If I got to go down to Kroger and pull out a couple hundo, pull out a couple hundo, maybe the timing isn't the best, but I understand business is business. Right. It's the industry we're in. And so he pulls me aside and he pulls out an envelope. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what is this? Pulls out an envelope. The thing's chock full of cash, bro. Ooh. He did, he didn't come here to collect. He came here to pay out. And he cans me an envelope. He's like, here. He's like, he's like, listen. He's like, this was your dad. He was up. And he's like, the boys down at the country club wanted to add a little bit for him as well. So not only I'm coming back in here. Now I'm just bawling, crying because I'm already a mess. And I'm just walking in here with this stack. Wow. And I go up to my mom. 
And I just go to my mom. I just hand my mom an envelope. She's like, what's this? I was like, I felt like I was in the town. I was like, I was like, nah, you can never ask me where I got this envelope from. Just worry. Just don't worry that everything's taken care of. It's all good, ma. And so to this day, my mom is like, where did this wad of cash come from? But that's, that's what we're talking about. That's the kind of degen stories where it's like, everybody she doesn't know things. still. No. What? She'll know. I mean, she'll figure it out. I'm sure she'll figure it out. She'll probably listen. But how does she not she know, was, dude? I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, you think people just call up to you at a funeral, like, hey, here's a couple, you know, here's some cash. But his bookie came to not only pay his respects to one of his loyal gamblers, but to cash out and keep the lineage going. And it was uh that was incredible. That's always one of my favorite stories. I think I was telling you off pod that we actually uh cousin Sal actually told this story on the Bill Simmons pod whenever he was doing his uh I forget Cousin Sal's pod. I think it's against all odds. Great gambling pod. He was looking for DJ and stories that made one of the top of his list. Wow, so, man. So um, just, it's just incredible. And it's always one of those stories where it's so surreal where you're just like going, you know, you're thinking like even you're doing this thing that everybody looks down on where you're like, hey, you can attach something positive where, you know, you're cashing slips at the end. But uh, that's what I say. It was one final slip cash of my old man that always makes me super happy when I think about it. And I'm like, you know, I took that money, gave my mom some, and, you know, we took that. I think I took like a hundred and just rolled it over to see where we can go with it. Cause, cause that's what the old man would have wanted. But, uh, we go from that story, which was super wholesome, super fun to one of me. Uh, this happened actually, this was in October last year where, you know, I may have overindulged. I may have been a little out of my element. I may have had a few things, a couple cocktails, a couple small batch bourbons, and uh, I was watching. I, I think it was two small batch bourbons. Two small batch bourbons. And I was betting. Are you talking, a, are you talking uh, the campaign right there? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, the Cam Brady 012. Pulls down the window shade. It's right there. That, I mean, I've, dude, I've wanted that my entire life. But we're at a. So I'm watching the game. I'm watching on my YouTube TV. And, you know, like you get up, you pause the game, you just get back. And if you're going to take a, take a leak, other piece should do, come back, play the game. So I'm doing this and I'm, I'm a little tipsy. Okay. Okay. And of course, you know, when I, when I get a little tipsy, I'm going to start live betting. Everybody knows it happens. Yo, one thing folks that you need to understand about Yinzi, like this guy buys out of so many of his own picks. He cashes out, he'll hedge, he'll double that. Like this guy live bets like a madman, and he gets burnt sometimes. You, you get burnt. Okay. You listen, you play a fire, you're going to get burnt. So I, I'm treating like, I'm treating live betting. Like I'm blackjack. I'm like, I get those. I'm like, ah, I should probably double down. I'm going to split those bad boys. But what's happening is one drive and be like, Oh, line's dead. Got to get off this pick. How many, t- <laughs> Dude. How many times have I texted you? Like quarterback would just short hop one throw. I'm like, I'm out. That's it. I'm done watching this. Dude, it could be seriously, anything. seriously. It'll be like, like, year, like, like it'll be something like Texas, Oklahoma, Red River shootout. Like they won't score like the first like eight minutes of the game. And you're just like dead, dead, dead. And then you look at the scorebook. It's like 72 to 70 at the end. And you're just like, all right. I think one time I texted you, whatever. I think it was, I forget the game, but they had a false start penalty. I'm like, they're not ready to play. And I bought out like immediately. I bought out one play and I just wasn't having one it. Plan, one play and you're having to call timeouts like out of a kickoff. Oh like that's bad. West Virginia was I'm, the king of that last year. Oh my God. The time, king of timeouts that. out of a kickoff. Dude, Neil, Neil would burn those time. He would, I don't think he ever took it. Took Yo, a what's crazy, not to interrupt your D-Gen no. story real quick, but what's crazy is Jared Dagey going down to Western Kentucky and not it's being cold. able to beat out a D2 quarterback. We were playing with a D2 quarterback for two and a half years, bro. We said it on the pod last week. You said, what was the bit? That's why we were so bullish on the West Virginia over was that, say, I remember you sent me that, that Jared Dagey thing, and I'm like, how bad? And listen, we're not here to crush dudes that are playing football. That's not why we're here. We're no, not here I'm to not crush here to dudes. crush 26-year-old men still playing college no. football. No. I am a little bit. But at the end of the day, the dude can't even get on Western Kentucky. And uh, that's pretty bad. That was that hurt. But what uh yeah, I think it was TCU whenever they had a false start penalty in like the first play of the game. I'm like, Gary Patterson doesn't have him up. Yeah, I'm getting out. out. That being I'm said, out. they did hate Gary Patterson, though. Players they did, did not, not like Gary. Gary. That's okay. Hey, you're but actually now he's at Texas. Now he's at Texas as like an analyst. What a fraud, bro. That's the Alabama method, man. They got to keep it is the Alabama method. And West Virginia's got a couple analysts too. From what we more. love that. But I think what happened is when I was doing this, so I was, I like to live it. Like Frank said, I'm always live betting. Oh, I'm live checking bet. in and out of bets. Yeah. And what happened was, so I paused the game, but I was too drunk to realize that I didn't pause it. So I was 20 minutes behind live betting. So I'm like looking at these odds. I'm like, these odds are incredible. Like I'm seeing the Bengals on like the five yard line and I'm like, they're plus 350 right now. And then they throw a pick and I'd be like, fucking Vegas, this game's rigged. And this went on for a quarter and a half. 
Frankie, I lost $425. I lost every bet I placed because I kept – and I was betting like drives. Like I think I had one where it was like, will the drive end up in a field goal? And it was like third and 28. And I was like, it's going to end up in a field goal. And the guy threw like fumbled it a second later. I'm like, what is going? Like I, I went full tilt. And then what happened is I go, I get up, and I'm finally like, I'm so pissed off. I get up, I go to get something to eat or go get a drink or something. And I sit down, I sit on the remote, and it starts doing this fast scrolling. And I'm like, no! Oh, my God. Like, like I sobered up. I sobered up quicker than I ever have in my entire oh, yeah. life. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then I'm looking. I woke up the next day, and I'm like, dude, I, I drowned like $600 in live bets uh, because I was too drunk to realize that I, uh, that I had – I was 15 minutes behind on a live game. And that's going to happen. Hey, Listen, you'll have that. I, if you dance, you got to pay the fiddler. You're damn right. And uh, that was – those are just two of my most degenerate stories, the two to come to mind – Maybe not two of the maybe not two of the craziest, but just two of you know which are going to happen. I think those are good, man. It's the strong ones. I mean, Frank, you got any DGen stories for me? Anything you want to share? I got a good one. Uh, Here, hit me with it. I, I actually, I'll give two. I'll, I'd love to hear two. I'll give a good one and a bad one. There's always both sides of the coin so, in this industry. Nineteen years old. Um, interested in sports betting. Thinks he knows a ton about sports. Um, goes into it blind. You can't gamble legally, so you get on the site that everybody gets on whenever they're in college, Bavada. Had a lot of good times in Bavada. Had a lot of good and a lot of bad times in Bavada. To get on that online blackjack, see ya. Um, Usually the bad times are when you're trying to cash out. Yeah, well, they yeah, I learned that one the hard way. Um, yeah. So the very first bet I ever placed was a five-team parlay, I think. It was during college football bowl season. We love those. Just uh, like I put like $25, $30 on it or something like that. I had uh, Florida beating Iowa. I had Wisconsin covering against Western Michigan. And the only reason they covered against Western Michigan is because Western Michigan missed a PAT at the end of the game. Uh, I had Penn State covering against USC in the Rose Bowl. They traced McSorley, and they did. Um, and I had... And over in another game, and I don't remember the other game. And then the big underdog that was like the thing was a second division English soccer pick. It was Newcastle. <laughs> I had them as my big parlay booster. Uh, and get this, okay? I can't find a stream of this thing anywhere. All right. So it's 19 years. I'm 19 years old. I'm at my parents' house. I'm on winter break from college. I am sitting up like in the living room listening to an English radio station on my laptop and I hear this guy don't even remember the name he whips in a free kick and he bangs it puts it in the back of the net Newcastle which was the lowest team in the league beat like a top five team in the league one to nothing off a free kick and the first bet I ever placed in my life won like four hundred dollars you're just hooked you're hooked Hooked. it's it's always like that. It's always like the first bet. You always that's why like anytime you ever take a movie sports book first time, you're just like, here's twenty bucks, pick pick whatever you want, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like that's why you always see grandmas winning like March Madness pools and shit, dude. There's something about there's something about there's something about knowing so much that you know nothing. This, you know? That's a good point. And I went through a lot of years of thinking I knew it all and now I actually do know it all. So yeah. uh See, we're now we're doing. See, we don't know it all, but we're making informed bets. We're, we're not, we're not bets. yeah, and we're doing like we're, a lot of like statistical analysis and like we're looking numbers. for edges, we're looking for advantages. Yeah. That's all we're doing. Uh, so that's my good one. The bad one comes to us from 2019 when I was a professional baseball scout, and I don't think I was Love legally this. allowed to gamble, but I was gambling. And uh, I had an offshore book, uh, and uh. <laughs> I thought I had a hot tip on a game. Oh uh, no. It was uh it was senior day in Miami. All right. Mind you, baseball season, I think baseball season had just ended or was about to end. So yeah, senior day. It was probably late in the season then. So senior day in Miami. Uh they're playing Louisville. And I think Lamar is in college at this time. It is like 28 to 3 at half or like something ridiculous like 35 3 at halftime or something like that Miami is just killing Louisville and I had Louisville because Lamar all right I get so pissed off every time Miami was scoring in that first half I was looking up how to make money fast how to like make x amount of dollars fast because I was down and like this was gonna be like my big winner to like bring chasing I was chasing and now I don't chase now I don't chase. chase 
no, now I don't chase, but I was chasing at the time. And so I I found myself registering my car to drive for a lift in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Mind you, I don't have a Pennsylvania license or a Pennsylvania registered car. I'm here to tell you, it's not that hard to be able to drive for a lift. It's like, have you committed a, like a, a felony? That's like an act of violence. No, then okay, you could probably get it. You could probably do a white collar crime and still drive for lift. So you're driving, you're driving around this fake, the, the little fake lift, listening to the Louisville game. I imagine on the radio, just taking oh, a hard turn. I had the action network up, like I was getting score I notifications, and I was still like, I'm like holding out hope that maybe they'd come back and just like every time it was just like ding, 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 <laughs> like. And like then like other bets, are com- other bets are coming in, and they're also like dead duck losers, like down fourteen nothing out of the gate, like. It's so bad. So basically, uh, people didn't think I was a lift either because I couldn't. I didn't have my stickers. I didn't have those pink stickers. So I had the only thing I had was like uh, pieces of paper that I printed out that said "lift" on it. That was in like black <laughs> and white, and I and I taped it Put with it the a, back of the window. I taped it with athletic tape to my windows, and there was a couple that got in my car one time outside of the uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania casino. And the guy like looked at me really strange before he got in and like tightly like hugged his wife as like protection and then like got in the back of my car and, and was like, uh, the place is right over here, sir. And I was like, oh, OK, sounds good. And then like uh, he's getting out. He's like, I tipped you on the app. And like he was like afraid of me or something like that. But I mean, yeah, I was down so bad. I picked up a side hustle. That was my degeneracy. The funny thing is, too, about Uber, like not quite Uber Eats or quite Lyft, but if you walk into any McDonald's and just go to the window and say Uber Eats, they'll just hand you food. It works every time. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> That's a free tip for all you college kids out there. Just walk into any Chipotle and just go find the girl that looks most frazzled to be like, oh, I'm here picking up for, and they're like, Use it. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I got a drink too. And like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I mean, free food <laughs> oh, every time. I'm sorry, it says I got an orange high C. Yeah, oh, for orange high C. Don't even yeah, start. That's a that's a fifteen minute segment. That's a breakfast goat champion meal. Uh, Wait, you what? Make What'd you just say? What? That's a breakfast drink. The orange high C is a breakfast drink. That's fat I'm, people stuff right there. That's FPS. Oh, yeah. what are, are you telling me that whenever you go to McDean's, whenever well, first you off, go, I don't to, eat fast food. Okay. Oh, okay. You don't flex on everybody. Like I give a shit. What, is that a shot at me? Because I'm eating. Because I Chick Fil A today. No. Okay. But first of all, Orange High C is a breakfast beverage. It's closer to orange juice than it is to Coke. I don't need to legislate this with you. I think I'm right. Uh, no one's saying it's close to Coke. People are just saying it's just like drinking like fruit punch, essentially. Like that's not a breakfast drink. It doesn't, t- it's not like Sunny D, which is also like sugar water, is like that would be a better breakfast option than High C. High C is like soda adjacent. Orange High C is a breakfast. Listen. History is not going to smile upon your take. They're going to look back at me and they're going to say he was ahead of the curve. And for all you people getting your McGriddles and your orange high C's, you're welcome. That's right. Sometimes I dip them. I don't care. I don't need them. What? Are you putting a little syrup in your hair? Maybe it's been a long time. A little syrup in my hair, a little bit bit right there. You know, sometimes I'm having a bad day. A little orange high C in the hair. A little orange, maybe behind the ears. A little bit. Brings the ladies in. I am literally Googling orange high C right now. And I'm going to see orange lava burst. Ooh, yeah. I can do a I can do a tight seven minutes just on Ecto Cooler if you let me. Well, that, that okay. Well, that's a whole different thing. Hold on, I'm gonna see. Orange for breakfast is orange high yeah. C good for you? Yeah, it's delicious. It's very low in saturated fat, cholesterol, and sodium. It's a very good source of vitamin C. I highly doubt that. It's, I mean, it's basically it's basically it's a grams girl. of sugar. Non-carbonated, sugary, soft drink. Listen. I hate to pull out the fake news, but Frankie, you're being fake news right now. Orange high C, as healthy as you're going to get in the breakfast. It's part of it's part of a full breakfast experience. Okay, whatever. Next dude. time, <laughs> listen. Next time we go to McDonald's, I'm going to get you an orange high C, and you're going to be like, "Well, I don't eat McDonald's. I'm going to go on an eight mile run, and then I'll eat your McGriddle. It'll be great. That's why. That's why we're. Going I will together. try the high C. Try it. I will try the high C. Just try it. What do we got for Broad Corner? Let's close this thing oh, out. Oh, bro, Broad Corner. Listen, this is what I'm. I mean, this is something I've been fighting uphill my whole life, and this is something you know where. I was thinking about it, and I like to bring everything back to football. You know that. Yeah, you're I, I feel like I feel like everything can be solved between those lines. You know, between them. Oh, I, I got a funny, th- I got a funny thing for you. I heard today on a different podcast, uh, somebody was talking about driving home. He goes, "Make sure you keep it between the mustard and the mayonnaise." Talking about the yellow love and white that. lines. Love that. I love that. 
Let me tell you, I've been getting a lot of feedback on the running back by committee comp last week. People are loving it. People, people are saying are things? That. People, dude, people are talking about the RBBC committee. People are looking at their girl and trying to figure out what their girl is. They're looking at like, you know, they're th- they're coming home thinking they got a Najee Harris and maybe they got a Trent Richardson. Oh, boy. The holes listen. over this way, Trent. Hey, by the way, uh, fellas, well, if you like the RBBC, I just want to let you know uh another one alternative slogan slogan for the DGNYC podcast is if you can't change your girl change your girl that's right i mean that's that's what it comes down to and that's that's the offensive coordinator at heart listen sometimes they can't do everything and that's why you got to have a stable me i'm just lucky to have one that'll maybe answer a text back and, <laughs> and that's like i'm just you know i'm just left on red seen eight minutes ago Better than seeing 10 minutes ago. There it is. Silver linings, baby. Silver lining. What do we got? What do we got? What's the what's the theory today? This is broad corner, and I'm gonna bring it back. It's it's the friend zone. People have been talking about the friend zone for years, but I got a spin on it and I got my own take on it. And I got my own ways to get out of it. People say once you're in the friend zone, you can't get out. That is that is false. That is not true. I've made the leap, I've made the jump. And let me be like, let me be like all those weight loss commercials. If I can do it, you can do it. Bro, believe in me when I tell you that the friend zone, there's a way around it. I'm going to bring it back to football, and I'm going to bring it back to the friend zone is no different than getting getting out of the friend zone is no different than getting a first down in football, okay? Frank, you're going to have to stay with me. Just trust me again. I'm going to land this plane. I'm trusting right? you, baby. I'm trusting you, big first in, The First and 10, that's your first time you're meeting this girl. Okay. The board's open. You can run the ball. You can throw the ball. You can make some huge forward progress. You can put yourself through. I'll be failing for the rest of the drive. So – you know, the first case, first down, you can just shoot your shot. Okay, you can go, you can say nine. You can tap that helmet and just send that receiver deep. And that's when you're shooting your shot. You're like, listen, let's go out sometime. And you know what? Sometimes that works. Sometimes that guy's streaking past the safety for a tutty. But other times, you know what? Maybe you miss that, maybe you miss that C gap. Maybe that guy comes right in the middle and stuffs that blitz. So you're looking at first down and you're like, you know what? It could go either way, but let's say hypothetically, let's say you're conservative. Let's say you're Chan Gailey and you're like, you know what? We just want to see, we want to put some feelers out there, how we, how we like this girl. And you know what? Maybe you get stuffed at the goal line. Maybe you pick up a couple yards. You're going to second down. And so this is where, this is where you have the girl where, you know, like you're still feeling her out. Maybe she's, you know, maybe she's throwing out some ideas like, oh, we could go out on a group date or, uh, you know, oh, maybe we could like go grab coffee. And you're like, where do I stand with this chick? You know, right. am I, am I trending in the right direction? Or am I slowly setting myself up for a bad drive? And I mean, I've gotten out of this ways in some very unique ways. I've okay. tagged along to a yoga class, ended up hitting after. I'm not proud of that, but you know what? That was a risky play and it paid off. It worked. Yeah. So the way I'm looking, I'm coming at this from an offensive quarter point of view. I coach, I coach some football. I'm looking at, you know, what's second down play where you're trying, you know, you don't want to go the full on, do I want to commit to this girl? Do I want to let her know I'm all in? So you're still trying to hold your card back. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not letting everything go. So this is where you want to try your little your little halfback screen. You want them to come in. You want to see what she's saying. Yeah. So this is where you're going to send out a couple feelers saying, you know, oh, what are you doing this weekend? You know, oh, oh what, are you, what are you doing later? And you know what? Sometimes sometimes she pulls in and sometimes she lets down her guard. You drop that just right over that defensive end. He's going for seven. But other times, you know what? She's shutting it down. She's like, oh, me and, me and Robbie are going for drinks later. And you know what you do right there? You just burn that ball. You just start right at the feet. You're just burning <laughs> it. Okay, you're like, listen, we'll, we'll go to fight another day. And whenever you're doing this, and that's going to take you. So, guys, let's say let's say you've, you've met the initial meeting. You've got the number. You've done the text. You're doing the DMs. You're doing the snaps and everything. And you're not getting where you need to be. You're not smashing. You're not even moving forward. You're at third down right now. What do they call third down? That's the money down, money bro. Down. That's the money down. Okay, what do they say? That's when players get played. That's where men get laid. That's where the hey. simps finally come out ahead, bro. And that's third down. And this is the point where you've tried, you've tried everything. You know, you've tried all your best techniques. You've thrown all your best stuff out. You've tried all your power plays. That's where you got to do the trickeration. That's where you got to do a little finesse move, okay? And, you know, this is where you're going to try, you know, you're going to try one thing, but you're going to give them out. You're like, oh, hey, you know. Oh, uh, you know, my buddy got us some, got me some tickets for, you know, the Mets this weekend. You know, you want to go? It's, it's option. You're giving her an option out. You're giving her an out. Yeah. You're not yeah, forcing yeah, yeah. her. A caged animal is the most dangerous. But you're giving <laughs> her an out. Okay. And you know what? Maybe she's going to hit you. Maybe she says yes. And you know what you're doing? Move the chains. So, was that a WVU? WVU. First down. First down. And that's where, you know, that's where you're going to try. That's your, that's your last, that's your last where you're saving face. That's your third down. But maybe she hits you with some lame excuse. 
maybe she's like, oh, I'd love to, but you know, but you know, I'm gonna be, I, I'm going, I'm girls dinner that night. So you're thinking in your head, you're like, you know what? What am I doing? Am I gonna? Where is this going? And you're looking at fourth down, which nobody wants to be on. Fourth down is where you got to decide: are you gonna go for this? Or are you gonna play conservative? And you know, we're talking about, you know, I, I said earlier, I coach football. What do they say? Every drive you want to end in a kick. Yeah. And sometimes that means a punt. So sometimes you're on fourth down, and you're just not feeling the vibes, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna punt. I'm just gonna kick. I'm gonna punt on this broad. Or you know what? Maybe let's, you go for the hail mary. Maybe you go for the maybe you go for the little bootleg roll up. Maybe that fullback's on the flat, and you're Ooh. trying something sneaky. And this little is spider where why banana spider two why banana. This is where you know you're just laying all your cards on the table, and you're just like, you know what? Hey, you know I know we've been talking for a few times. You know I, I don't want to go to the conversation of what are we? Never want to have that conversation. Nope. But we hate the what are we? But you're gonna question and be like, you know what? Hey, I'm into you. What do you think about this? Let's go out sometime. And you know what? That way you're just laying on the table. Now this can end terribly. This can end terribly. And let me tell you, I work in an office full of women and you know, they, everything everybody used to is like, oh, the worst thing I can say is no, right? Oh, the worst thing I can say is no, no. The worst thing is they come in and you end up on their group chat and they're just slamming you. I, I That's my biggest fear in the entire world. I hear how these girls shit talk. These oh, dudes it's, aren't it's, They're ruthless. They're ruthless. They're fucking I know ruthless. I've been the subject of some group chat talk. That's my biggest fear. It's not good. And I'm just, they're talking like, they're showing me messages of these dudes. These guys are like, hey, I'd love to, you know, I have a boat. You should come out sometime. And these dudes are like, oh my God, it's probably your dad's boat. And they're just crushing this dude. And that is, I mean, that's honestly, that's my biggest fear is yeah. I don't ever want to be well, on the receiving end. it's very valid. End. It's valid. I don't, it's a valid fear. I don't ever want to receive be on the receiving end of, of a girl's group chat just crushing I've them. gotten my own text screenshotted sent back to me on accident before. It's my biggest fear. Like she was sending it to somebody else and like it got sent back to me. And I was like, uh, I don't think this was meant for me. How do you even recover from that? She said, oh, I was, uh, she said it was like she sent it, she was going to send it to her mom. Wow. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Wow. And all I, I mean, did was like ask her out. And, and dude, that's what I'm saying. That's all it could be. It could be, that's where it could be. It could be as nonchalant as go get ice cream. This was when I was younger. I was in college. This happened. Bro, I, I'm, I'm a completely different now. I'm so terrified at the, this point, whenever you're going in, where you're just like, hey, you want to grab a bite to eat? And she's just like texting her friends that shit. And you're just getting shit talked. You don't even know it. You're just catching straight. Ooh, you have no idea. Bro. Like, bro, just catching straight straights. But listen, at the end of the day, gambling, dating, it's the same thing. You're risking a little to get a big reward. And, you know, you got to Sometimes you got to take those risks. Sometimes you got to give up. But more times than not, sometimes you get a little quarterback sneak. You never know where you're going to get. Sometimes your boy comes on the other side and he's just he's pumping up the crowd. He's pointing it and they're moving those sticks. I so love all I'm going to say is all I'm going to say is shoot your shot. But at the same time, bros, don't be creepy. Don't no be dick creepy. Dicks. Don't be creepy. That's what I'm saying with the friend zone. That's where people get weird. Listen, if she's curving you, just accept just it. Just take the That's L, what, man. Punt. Take that L. Listen, punt. live, punt, live to fight another day. Don't be sending dick pics. No, absolutely don't be, not. Don't be stalking. Don't no. be, you know, don't there's be a, messaging. A, billions yeah. of other women in the world. That's what we're saying. It's fine. And, and that's the thing where everybody thinks, you know, you need to kind of get, you know, gambling. You're picking 63%. You're considered a legend. So think about any times where you've gone into something and you're coming out, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe you pull a number, maybe you don't. But if you're looking at this as a zero sum game, never gonna get ahead. Okay, you're playing the odds. That's all we're doing here. Playing the odds, baby. That's all I'm saying, Frankie. Nice. I like that you. I'm a big advocate of punting. I played special teams in high school. I yeah. love special teams. So I'm always. Um, I, I never double text. I'm never gonna double no. text. If you're not interested, I like if you don't respond back to something, even if something mundane, like "Hey, how's your day going?" and now you don't get a response, I'm punting. Uh-huh. I'm moving on. I don't care. I'm not. My feelings aren't hurt or anything. Uh, as far as me and like getting in the friend zone or anything, I just don't like, I just, I have, I am the air raid offense of dating. I have four plays. I've loved them and learned them. And <laughs> I come to you from a different formation. Maybe I start out with, I meet you in this setting or I meet you in that setting. Either way, you're going to get the same moves, love them and learn them. I mean, you know, listen, I'll score on peanut butter and jelly. It doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> That's what I do. And- I love it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the biggest thing was you just want to really make sure that you're just, you're not chasing. We don't even chase shots. No, we don't here. chase. So we're not going to double text. No. We're not going to go back. We're not going to text good morning, beautiful. We're not doing that. No, shit. absolutely not. You know what's we're wild ending, is like hidden in the misogyny, hidden, hidden in, in the misogyny of this podcast is yeah. a lot of pro women talk. A lot of pro women talk. I mean, we, very are, we very much are pro woman. We love it. 
listen, people come at me and they'll say Yenzer, they'll say that's a that's a misogynist talk right there, but I'm coming from a good place. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying, we're all trying to figure it out, but at the same time, we hate we, we hate people. creepy dudes more we than hate we hate creepy dudes. We hate creepy dudes more than we not hate, but more than we dislike like like annoying women. I would rather I would rather a girl straight up curve me and I just take that L. Yes. I don't ever want to be the like dude. Me, that's, fine. That that's fine. That's fine. But I'm gonna come back. Listen, I, I'm gonna come back. You got to get back on the horse. But at the same time, that's that's coming from I've seen dudes make that mistake. I've seen dudes in my friend group no. make that mistake. And you just want to go to your boy and just be like, bro, just tap out. No. Listen, sometimes Punt. you get caught. There ain't up. nothing wrong with punting. There's nothing, dude. I think that's what we should take away with this, and that's yep. take away in gambling. Don't chase your losses. Don't chase your exes. Don't chase your fucking shots, bro. You got that right. That'll that'll wrap it up from us today. If you can't change your girl, change your girl. That'll be the name of this episode. Don't be afraid to punt. All right. Um, as far as uh, stand-up stuff, I got a bunch of new shows coming up uh, next month. So get at me on Instagram, Road underscore. See them in the city if you want. Uh, Yenzy F Baby, you got anything? Frankie, I got one more quick thing for you. We're going to run down something that I'm wondering about because we didn't do any college football talk. So I'm going to do some college football gambling sins, fair or foul. I want a quick 30-second ruling on all these. And we're going to take this as gospel for the rest of the pod. Yeah, I'll do all a 30-second. Right, do, I'm doing a 30-second thing. Okay. And, and then we're, I want quick. Yeah. All right. Fair or foul, fading the group chat. Oh, that's foul. That's so wow. foul. That is disgusting. If, if if you're not a ride or die guy in the group, I don't care if you're betting dimes like one of our friends does. You ride, you ride with the mob. Amdullah. Amdullah, Shaba. All right, foul. Next one. Gambling against your favorite team to lose, not just to not cover the spread. That's fair. That's called the uh, a heart hedge. Emotional hedge. Emotional hedge. Yeah. And which I'm very much a fan of. So that is, we're fine. Listen, the only thing that matters is cashing tickets. All right. Gambling against the team after the live mascot died the week previously. That is a money lock. And that is why I'm on the Houston Cougars to win the AAC this year. RIP Shasta. Delicious drink and also a very beautiful big cat. And it will be missed. Very beautiful. The next one. Now, this one, this kid got, you got to know your friends. Fair or foul? Talking shit to your buddy after he loses an absolute monster play. Five, ten unit play. Fair foul, foul, bro. Foul. It's so Let easy. Cool down. The guy that's like, why'd you bet that? The die has that, been dude. cast. Don't you think if I knew the outcome of the game, I would have bet the other way, you moron. We hate those dudes. And the last one, gambling against the service academy on or around 9-11. Fair foul. That is deplorable. You should honestly deplorable. be annexed to a different country. That is disgusting. Those are the rulings. Okay, they're ironclad. There's no going back. Now you can take it to your boys, and if they try to violate one of these rules, they're a line stepper. Maybe kick them out of the group chat, give them a cool off period. We are habitual but, line steppers, but not in that sense. Not in that step. But, Frankie, that's all I got. I think this was a good just talking episode, getting everything that we needed out. Next week, we're going to hit the picks. Uh, we're going to have a couple more zero. Week zero, the week starts. Next week is going to be the true podcast. Whenever you guys are going to see what we do, we're going to mix a little bit of this in with a little bit of college football. Frankie, I don't got anything else to say. Bring it home, buddy. And with that, that'll close the book on episode number two of DGNYC Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Remember to like, subscribe, tell your friends about the show so it can grow. And, uh, you know, this is a place for degenerates to call home. So come on home. Peace. Come on home. See you. Peace, Frankie Dimes.